You are listening to The Purpose of Christmas, a sermon series by Pastor Bayal. Good morning, church. Today we are starting a new series. It is so great to be with you. I I love this time of year. I love the music. I love the the tree with the lights. And I I love the little fireplace. Um, You know, I, I just love it all. I love it all. I love the ugly sweaters um, and the way that you're looking at yours and saying, is he talking about me? I I just love it all. Um, We're starting a new series called The Purpose of Christmas. Um, And, you know, some of that, it comes from a book that I read uh, by Pastor Rick Warren out in Saddleback. He has this little book called The Purpose of Christmas. Um, And so that's where the concept for this series comes. Um, But that's right. We're starting a new series. And today's also the first week in Advent in the life of the church where we celebrate and prepare and we remember the first coming of Christ. Um, I say this because Christians don't often uh, talk about the first coming of Christ. We talk about the second coming when Christ returns. But this time of year especially, we remember what it meant to anticipate the coming of the Messiah for the very first time. No one knew what that looked like, how it would take place. So you see, Advent becomes for us a time of waiting, waiting for the time of promise, waiting for um, a light. You know, at Christmas you see a lot of candles, waiting for a light in the midst of our dark world, waiting for hope in the face of oppression and captivity, waiting for the Christ, our Messiah, Emmanuel, God with us. Just as more than 2,000 years ago, um, Israel was looking for their Messiah, for their Savior, we are still experiencing that today. I encourage you to turn with me in your Bibles or an applicable app on your smartphones to Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1, in which we read, To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Oh my, Thanksgiving is over. Black Friday is over. Cyber Monday, well, that's tomorrow, but I can't wait until that's over too. Show of hands, who's with me? It's okay to shout amen. Wow, we pack so much in, don't we? We try to squeeze every little last bit of juice out of our day. We scrape every last morsel of mashed potatoes out of the pot As a whole in our nation, we just need more margin. For those of you battling with this concept of margin, I'm not talking about uh, the side of a piece of paper. And and yes, I said margin, not margarine. (laughs) This isn't for your potatoes. I'm talking about a different kind of margin. I'm talking about having room in your life, room in your life. Sometimes I'm reminded of this. Um, I need to purposely, actively make more room. Could you pass those potatoes, please? For Thanksgiving, like some of you, I went home to be with my family. It may sound like a normal thing, but my family, we only get together maybe once a year, maybe once every two years. We don't live near each other. We're all over the place. Um, I have a brother down in Raleigh. I have another one down by Louisville. Um, My parents, were uh, they're still holding the, the fort at Virginia Beach. And we don't see each other very often. So Thanksgiving was so great, Uh, so much to give thanks for. It was great in so many ways. We had a chance to catch up on what's going on in our lives. The kids, the cousins, uh, they all had a chance to play with each other, to watch movies together. The the laughter that we heard from the other room uh, brought smiles to our faces. Um, 
silence from the other room made us peek our heads in to make sure everyone was still alive uh, but it was it was great so much to give thanks for i hope you had a good thanksgiving oh and the food oh the food you know it takes 37 years of life half of that spent away from home to realize uh your, your mom she knows a thing or two about cooking so good i'm thankful for the turkey the stuffing the the second helpings i'm also thankful for the second trip to the gym this week to work it off i'm so thankful i found myself making room literally making room at the dinner table for seconds and then making room once again for dessert. Does this ring a bell with any of you? What a busy, crazy, crazy, beautiful week it's been. Then there was Black Friday. Any of you go Black Friday shopping? Anyone? Um, I did not make it out this year. I am very glad about that. But while so many people were standing in a line, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger was fighting it out for a superhero toy. My Black Friday, it began with my niece's baptism. My dad, who is a retired pastor, he baptized my youngest niece, and it was such a blessing to be a part of. So, so much to give thanks for. After the baptism, the whole family went to see Moana. Um, Good movie. I recommend it. And then Saturday morning, my family and I, we packed up. We gathered our things into the car, said goodbye, buckled our seatbelts over our slightly larger bellies, and we drove about 16 hours with D.C. traffic all the way back up to Pennsylvania. Then this morning, um, I had the privilege to enter into worship with each and every one of you. There's so much to give thanks for. We all have so much to give thanks for. So much, in fact, sometimes we have to make room, don't we? In our busyness, we have to make time. There's not much margin. I've titled today's message, A Time for Making Time for Christmas. And that's where we find ourselves. Our scripture reminds us that to everything, there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. And the scripture is very important to me, especially this time of year, but all year long, uh, the scripture breathes life into me. To everything, there is a season. These words bring me hope. You know, we light this candle today in this Advent wreath, and it it actually coincides with this thought of hope. It reminds me that whatever I'm going through, whatever hardships I face, uh, whatever trial I face, whatever financial difficulty, anything, it will not last forever. If that's you, uh, hear this, it will not last forever. Seasons come, seasons go, and even the things that make us scratch our heads and wonder, why me, Lord? To everything there is a season. Everything. Everything. Even when we don't understand it, anything could happen to us at any given moment, and it may last a season, but it is good to know that it is just a season that brings us hope. Also, when I'm flying high, when I'm on top of the world and everything is going all right, um, the scripture, it it helps to keep me humble. So it brings me hope. It helps to keep me humble. Um, Humble how, you may ask, because this, this great life I'm experiencing, I don't need to hold on too tightly to that or trust too heavily in the things that I have because I, I know that seasons come, but seasons also go. So today's scripture helps bring us hope. It helps to keep us humble. Um, and it says that there is a time for every purpose under heaven. That second part of this verse, it reminds me that 
you know, this is what we're going to be talking about and getting familiar with during this series. It reminds us about purpose. Purpose. The word purpose can be defined as the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. That's purpose. Talking about purpose, what's the purpose of Thanksgiving? You know, is it for family? Is it for food? Is it for that which we give thanks? Is it a time of remembering what we have to be thankful for? Why? Why do we have Thanksgiving? What's the purpose? You know, we observe Thanksgiving as a national holiday in our country. And this, this holiday came into effect not after the pilgrims and the Native Americans ate some weird meal, um, but it, it's been celebrated as a federal holiday ever since 1863, when during the American Civil War, President Abraham Lincoln proclaimed a national day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens. A lot of those words we don't really use anymore, but our all-providing Father who dwells in the heavens. This is celebrated on the last Thursday in November, has been since 1863. How many of you have forgotten that, the purpose? How many of you never knew it? That is the purpose of Thanksgiving, to remember not just what we have to be thankful for, but also to remember who we are to thank God. Abraham Lincoln was a smart guy. He knew you can't just leave it to chance. You can't just cross your fingers and hope that it happens, that everyone will remember that they have things to be thankful for. You can't just expect people to remember their God, to remember their blessings, not in the midst of civil war, not with no margin. Lincoln said in times like these, we need to make time to remember. And today we're looking at a time for making time for Christmas. We are in Advent, a time of waiting, a time of preparation, a time of perhaps anxiety, anxiety over what lay ahead, waiting for the Messiah. We need to make time for Christmas. Christmas, you know, for so many Americans, Christmas, it's just a capitalist holiday where you save, 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 buy, 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 wrap, wrap, wrap. That's, for so many, what Christmas has become. The elf on the shelf. The tinsel on the tree. Christmas story all day long on TBS. This is what Christmas has been reduced to. We need to make time for Christmas. The real Christmas. Jesus is the reason for the season. And I know it's a cliche, but I love that cliche. Jesus is the reason for the season. Because of Jesus, our calendar is separated B.C. and A.D. You know, every event that takes place in your lifetime is all based off of the the time that the way in a manger was born. Everything that we do is taking place in a timeline based off of the birth of Jesus. Jesus is a big deal, a really big deal, the original door buster. So many focus on gifts at Christmas time. And yeah, it'll be nice to get that fancy science kit where you grow little rock formations. It'll be nice to get that new doll baby that really goes poop. Or a Red Rider BB gun with a compass in the stock and this thing which tells time. (laughs) That'd be great. But the only gift that really matters is the original gift of Jesus. When God gave us God, the world's wish list had been fulfilled. 
They just didn't realize it. Many still don't realize it. But that's what we're talking about. That is the purpose of Christmas. Jesus. But this world, this Black Friday civilization, has us forgetting the purpose of Christmas. This reason for the season. You know, Black Friday would have us to forget to, to have Christmas become giftmas or a generic happy holiday so as not to offend anyone. Well, to everything, there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. And, you know, we may not want to offend anyone. If so, sorry. Because this time of year, this season that we're referring to, it is a season of remembering God with us. Emmanuel, Jesus Christ, is born. That is our purpose as we look at Christmas. And I pray each and every one of us, we don't forget it. Let's make time. This is a time for making time for Christmas. Over the next few weeks, we are going to take a good look at this season that we're in. We are going to be purposed. We are going to be deliberate about how we remember, about who we remember, how we look at the first coming of Christ, what that means for us. The other day I was talking with a friend of mine and I said, as Christians, we are often so focused on the second coming of Christ that we forget so many have not yet experienced the first coming of Christ. For many, there is no reason for the season, no purpose under heaven. For many people that you pass on the street, stand in line with at Macy's, they don't know Christ. Black Friday, in all its busyness, in all its hustle and bustle, that is their purpose of Christmas. Work hard all year, save all year, spend all that you have saved to give gifts without any deeper meaning than Mary Giftmas. They're still waiting for deliverance. Just as Israel did, awaiting a Savior, Advent. Yeah, there are many in the world that have not yet experienced the first coming of Christ. And this, we don't want to offend anyone, but this is the season for them to experience it. If there ever was a season, this is it. Let's tweet about it. Let's post on Facebook about it. It may seem cheesy to you, but I, I challenge you to post something every day during Advent about how you're preparing for the birth of Jesus. My daughter, she loves Advent because of the little calendars, the ones with the chocolate. Yeah, you know the ones. She she opens the little window, pulls out her chocolate and eats it. Helps her to focus on the season um, of Advent. Get yourself one of those. They're a couple bucks. Every time you eat the little chocolate, maybe say a prayer. Thank God for the gift of Jesus. Maybe pull out your phone, take a picture, put it on Instagram, you and your chocolate. Say something about it that you're thankful for post something on Facebook. Tis the season, my friends. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, and this is the season of Jesus. So let's tell Black Friday, your season is over. Let's tell all the doorbusters that kept so many people out of bed at midnight all over America, your season is over. This is not your time, not anymore. Done. 
And I, I pray that when you leave here today, you turn up your car radio, you blast that Christmas music. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. This is the season of Jesus. Let's be purposed about it. We can't just expect these things, these acts of remembrance, to just take place. We need purpose. And if you're like me, this needs to be a time for making time for Christmas. Otherwise, giftmas wins. Empty giving wins. A holiday with meaningless spending and pointless gestures, a season without purpose, wins. And for those of us who have already experienced the first coming of Christ, we cannot do this. Please do your part. Please don't let this happen. Remember, be purposed. President Lincoln had it right. Let's have a holiday. And I'm not talking the type where we go off the grid on a vacation, but instead the type where we have a time that is set aside for us to all remember, for us to all be purposed together. United we stand. A time for Christians everywhere to remember not just that we are given a gift, but who that gift at Christmas truly is. Jesus Christ is our gift, which was given on that first Christmas. During this series, over the next three weeks, we're going to see that Christmas is a time for celebration, a time for salvation, a time for reconciliation. It'll lead us up to the way in the manger on Christmas Eve. In his lifetime and especially thereafter, Jesus Christ was referred to as the way. And I pray that you will join us as we look to the way in a manger, the gift of God that came to us all those years ago in Jesus. Would you pray with me? Dear God, we just thank you for this gift that you have given, the gift of yourself, the gift of your son, Jesus Christ, who came to us all those years ago as a little baby. And from the cradle to the cross, Jesus loved us and showed us what it meant to love and to be loved. We pray that we uh, keep this purpose, the purpose of Christmas alive, and that we can share it with the world. So they say, hey, you know what? I got a gift last year and the year before that, but I, I, I don't know about Jesus. Will you talk to me? Tell me about what is, what is this gift of Jesus that you talk about? Let those conversations come, Father. We pray for those conversations. We pray that um, you will give us the words to say so that, so that you may enter into a relationship um, with, with those that we are ministering to. We just, we just want to love people the way that you loved us. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.